2: Um, hi. This oh. is for The Girls Podcast. It's,
3: <laughs> light it's a podcast. <laughs> it's there's only four podcasts in the world, we're one of the four. We're
2: number 2. <laughs> and it's a podcast about women who are entertainers. And it's hosted by me. I'm Nick Westrate. It's like someone's teaching me this podcast for the first time. It's, it's like seriously, like I no should start again? Hell no! <laughs> and it's also a queer podcast. What's your name, bitch? No, my <laughs> name is Jason Black. <laughs> it's also a queer podcast. It's about women. It's about female performers who and how they've influenced gay people and queer people it's and a, lesbian people. Yeah, you know,
3: it's a diva stan cast. That's... It's uh, it's. It's for all our material girls. It's for <laughs> all of our
2: queens of pop.
3: Our uh, queen of pop. <laughs> our one queen of pop.
2: It's for our Madam X. Yeah, uh, yes, it's for all you Madam X's. That's it's right. for all you breathless Mahoney's out have there. Today? today we have we're so we're so excited. We've wanted him on for such a long time. Ricardo Garcia.
4: Hello, hello. Hi.
2: Hi. Ricardo's a designer who lives in Los Angeles and. He's a huge fan of Madonna.
4: <gasps> Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. <laughs> yes.
2: Madonna, Madonna, Madonna.
3: Right. How many times are we going to do that? Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. Madonna. Like Madonna. That should be the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I was it's just a- saying her name. Yeah, I think I think she would like that.
4: Yeah. I should have actually this came with really good like a
3: whole music intro
4: like strike a pose and then like introduce myself, right? That would have been very Madonna to do. <laughs> I, like, I know. She's she's going like to listen to
3: this podcast, so we need to figure <laughs> out like this is, this is Madonna's what's Madonna's favorite attention? podcast. She's
2: she said that online.
4: I saw her tweet about it.
3: Yeah. I was really nice tweet? of her to do.
2: She tweets, but yeah. But, but so she doesn't tweet. She's tweeting her music video right now, girl. Look. She
3: lives through that Instagram. She's still in the game. But we are taping right now as she's like getting revved up. To, right. Uh, to release Madame X. hmm
4: mm-hmm.
3: She just dropped a new song and the new video. Did you watch? The
4: video just came out yesterday. I did. You um, watched it last night. What do yeah, you think? I, I, I Okay. <laughs> Dish, uh, dish right? Started
5: it off with a dish I
4: absolutely loved I was watching Drag Race last week and I, and I loved how the MTV commercial came on And there was like this montage of it going on And like And I just always I'm a sucker for a Madonna montage And I just love that it was back on MTV I love that it just kind of like surprised me And I felt like it was just like you know, like, like when she first started and when MTV was first starting and, like, and, like, and it was just, like, on your TV and, like, and I, I've always, like, read about it, but I never really, like, experienced it. So, I was, like, it was just cool to just kind of, like, have it and, like, and I'm, like, this is it, the Madonna moment and, like, and I feel like it's all kind of, like, coming full circle with her. Um, so, it was just, like, a new beginning, you know what I mean?
2: Madonna just popping up on the TV. Yeah, yeah.
4: Montaggio is, like, so, like,
3: that's her bag because... There's no one else that can just, like, mm-hmm. have so many quick flashes of right. a career that looks so different. Right, right. Every video is different. Uh-huh. Every, all the hairstyles, all the all the costumes. I Don't you remember in, um, on MTV uh-huh. when all of the drag queens came out? Yes. Oh, my as God. As her uh-huh. and all of her iconic looks. Uh-huh. I remember thinking that was just such a wonderful display. Right,
4: right. I thought so too it was a 1999 mm-hmm. VMAs I think and mm-hmm. I really liked that one too. I was a sucker like I would watch all the like well the, the VMAs of like I remember watching maybe from let's not, let's not even say it. <laughs> but, but I do remember like having that uh, specific one with her coming out and it was like a surprise and I love seeing all the like drag performers come out and like all her different looks and I remember thinking like wow how many like lives has she like lived and like how many characters has she played and like all these stories that she told and like, and it's not like I was unfamiliar with any of them. I had already listened to all those albums, and I was already in love with them, so I was just, like, already enamored, and I really just loved seeing it, and, like, being, seeing it honored, you know, and especially with, like, Gay Men doing it, Mm -hmm. which is, like, someone who she's been, like, you know... uh, Champion. Right, literally, like, championing and being a warrior for us as well, like, in her own right, you know, like, I think, like, Gay Men really do, like, look up to her in a sense because, like, they see... It's like ambition in her. Well, she was, mm. and, and yeah, and she was, you know. Let's we'll get right into it. She was one of the
3: only, act, like, I mean, she was at the height of her fame. Right, right. She was absolutely like, yeah. uh, uh, writing songs and and constantly talking about the AIDS epidemic. Right. I don't think there's anyone in uh, that that has that has matched that kind of intensity. Right. That was being, and then you know she, well, literally and she was released...
2: coming up in New York in 1983, right. like the mm. early '80s, right. coming up and like she was a dancer and like mm. all of her friends were like lots of gay men. She was yeah. literally there at the beginning and she, her whole career charts, right. charted the AIDS crisis. Right. You know?
4: Honestly, like that I've been, okay. So I feel like I've been like following, should I just dive into like, yeah. No, well, how, did like, how did you find her? <laughs> I'm like, I think that's like kind of like where the a nice story starts. Um, funny with me, I feel like... Where are you like from? I'm from here in Los Angeles. I'm so okay. born and raised, Angelino. Hey. Uh, raised in Echo local. Park. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First generation Mexican here, I guess. Uh, well, my mom was technically born here, so half and half. My dad was born over there, my mom was born here. My dad's from Jalisco, and my mom's from... Oh, God, I forgot where... Somewhere like around Orange County, maybe. Don't quote me on it. I should ask mother. <laughs> but, uh, your like, yeah, mother is right. listening to she this. Does, your mom likes this podcast. Yeah. She told me she's she excited uh, you're yeah, yeah. coming on. She was excited. Yeah. Like, so... I was like, Mom, I'm going to go record it right now. But, <laughs> but uh, she always liked music growing up, and like, and I think she said she like created a, a lot with like when she was pregnant with me. So like, music was always just like my go-to thing in escape too. And I quickly just found Madonna because my mom would play her a lot. Uh, She would play the Immaculate Collection at home while, like, you know, she was just, like, prepping or, like, setting up. Like, it was Madonna and Donna Summer. Like, that was, like... right? you didn't have a... You
2: didn't stand a chance. (laughs) I
4: know. (laughs) I really didn't. I was just, like, this was it. Like, and it just, like... I just... Disco music, to me, like, just, like, speaks to me, you know? Mm. And it's funny, like, learning... These are all questions that I've kind of, like, been just asking myself recently and just, like... Or even more a lot now. Uh, But, yeah, my mom loved that, and she played that around. My dad... um, he like loved being a DJ like on the side like and he still kind of constantly does it so he was like always constantly around music so he would play like all these like like fun freestyle 80s songs and everything so like Madonna was just kind of like the thing that just kind of like melded it all together there like right away so Mm -hmm. I was like five like listening to like the Immaculate Collection and just like and I mean, talk about a collection! I think right? it's the greatest like, collection of all time. It is the best-selling yeah. collection of a female yeah. oh, a solo artist. Yeah, I believe, mm-hmm.
3: like, but... who didn't have that album? I mean, that was like my gateway too. Yeah. right, the Immaculate right. Collection.
4: Right, right. It's just and you could play it from beginning to end, and and then you get the two like bonus songs. Justify. Like, I mean, we can just start with the Immaculate Collection because like, that's really where like, it just like dove in for me. Like my, I don't remember really like having. Did you ask your mom to buy the CD? No, she, I mean she had it already. Oh, okay, like, so it was like, you know, house. It was, like my dad had it because like he would play right. like at the parties and everything, right? So like, so she would constantly put it on. So we had the CD. And then, like, I rem- I would always love going through, like, the booklets and, like, and reading mm-hmm. the lyrics or like, and seeing the pictures. Don't you and- love
2: a lyric book? I do. Like, I just Ooh. love
4: a well-packaged, like, mm-hmm. album. I also know? love when you see,
2: like, who they dedicated it to. Right.
4: That too. Oh, my God. Yeah,
2: that's, the like, the tea. Like, yeah, yeah. you are like, oh, and so-and-so helped write this song. Right. Because can- I remember being young and starting to, like, put the pieces together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, the- yeah, you can learn music history that way. It was Seriously? before the internet. Yeah. You know?
4: No, honestly. Very that. Like, I was definitely always reading it. Um, I was so enamored by, like, the photos of her. Uh, And the Immaculate Collection was cool because I I, I can't really remember the booklet, and I don't... Shame on me. I don't own it just because, like, I've had it, like, on my library. Right. But, um... (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. You just got giddy. Huh? Did I get a headache? No, it said you just got
3: giddy for emitting uh, for, uh, for some kind of sin. Some kind of always I
4: caught you I sinning. Literally, I feel the ruler from the Madam X, X is
2: going, going to, to <laughs> Madame Madam X really yeah. has her control. I over know. you. Well the
4: thing is too, like, I'll, I'll say this because, because like I wanna like find them on my own too. Like I don't have like all like the vinyls and I don't have like all the CDs because I, I wanna like get them on my own. The way that I was really interested to them um that's where it goes like i was listening to immaculate collection at in my house and it was when i would go to my uncle's house that he had like the entire collection so it was like anytime that we went there like i was listening i was like oh like i knew that this one was first like i believe that there was like a timeline in the immaculate collection or if not i just got curious and looked it up and like so i've always wanted to see it in chronological order Mm -hmm. so i started at madonna and then i went to like a virgin and like and i kind of like took myself through that experience of like you know, diving into her and uh-huh. like, because there was something about just listening to the Immaculate Collection that just like blew me away, you know? Yeah. Like, I love the messages and all the songs. Open Your Heart is like one of my all-time favorites.
3: All-time, all my, my mind too. Uh, right. My all-time,
4: like, that is just a bop uh, that will never end. Right, right. right.
3: That it's, video is so great. It's so, it. the energy mm. that builds in that song right. and that message. Uh-huh. Mm. When she
4: says one is such a lonely number, mm. I'm just like, ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I like, yeah. uh. I, like, I felt that, yeah, and then that like rise uh-huh. and then, like that, like it's like euphoric, you know. And, like mm-hmm. and I just I heard it as a child and like and I just wanted to find like, was what was my
2: into that song. Like, I feel know? like euphoria is such a good word with her, especially like '80s right. Madonna. Like uh-huh. the place that like Holiday would take you and take me, your like borderline, right. You know, into, borderline. That, into that dancing euphoria. Yeah, it was, like, it's giddy. Yeah.
4: Like like you believe it, you know what, yeah. what I mean. Like, and Madonna was just so like, it was her. It was just, like you you just know that this person like already had like found herself she was like mm-hmm. 25 years old Well, I know she moved to New York I think when she was like what 17 or 19 mm-hmm. I can't remember 17, exactly I think but, uh, yeah and then she like went to become a dancer she met Christopher Flynn who was like the gay man who like introduced her to the gay scene and where she said she found like her tribe and like and she was like such a like fun spirit and like loved to dance so like it only made sense for her to like dive into this like music scene you know mm-hmm. and especially with like the new wave coming along it seemed like a no brainer that she just like belonged in that world and like and you believe that she was like a part of that scene it's not like she was like someone trying to like be in that scene like she was like that person you know she created
2: this scene right. she invented this right. where does it like I often think with Madonna like where did that supernatural mm-hmm. confidence He's come dying. from where did it come from was she born with it did she Cause teach because she's crazy yeah I <laughs>
5: I mean, she's crazy. You have
3: to, you, it's like, my mom always says, genius and crazy go hand in hand. And really do. And I, <laughs> she yeah. says that all the time. About me. And you know, I'm just kidding. She's never said that about yeah. me. Um, but it, but I do think like she's, mm-hmm. I, I I heard one um, someone talk about working with celebrities and that like the true celebrities, mm-hmm. they just, they are laser focused. Mm-hmm. Like the, the high, high celebrities, they just, they see one path. Right. And they they do they bulldoze anything to that path. Right. And that I mean, you can just She's look a at Madonna. Visionary, you know? She
4: like, sees the vision. Yeah, yeah. She is always on that path. Well, it's, it's like it's like a it's literally manifesting your imagination and mm-hmm. like and I think that's what is like the most inspiring to me about her and just like. I used to joke around and be like, I wonder if I love, like, I love art, right? And I always thought, like, I wonder if I love art because of Madonna or do I love Madonna because I love art? That to me is just like, she's like a true artist in my sense where like, I feel like she just like sees something and she just like goes on with it and she has no problem like telling a story and she has no problem like saying something that might irk you, you know? Like, and it's just something that like, I, she discovered and is like letting you know and then like, and she's just telling her story. You, uh-huh.
3: you found that whole collection of albums at your uncle's house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he was yeah. a Mormon priest, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> also,
4: just another like artist in the family. Really? Right? Yeah. Truly. Like he he did photography. He funny enough. Like there's, I feel like there's always been like all these connections to like me and Madonna. or At least I like to like make them myself. Oh, you God, know, yeah, like, that's, that's so fun. Cosmic right? Connections. Yes. Seriously, yeah. Cosmic yes. connections, or like if I'm like drawing a picture, just like connect the dots. You know, uh-huh. like. Because, like, I mean, I was raised Catholic. She was raised ca- ca- Catholic, you know? Like, she's Italian, but I'm Mexican. So, like, heavy. Intense
2: like, families. Right, right. She's from Michigan. We're from Michigan. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That's what we have in common Well, because, Madonna. like, that's you know, like, a... when you,
3: like, do this, this... Well, there's so much in California, but there's not that much in Michigan. So, it's, like, uh-huh. famous people, and it's really, like, Madonna. Right. <laughs> from Michigan. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
4: How did this girl go from, like... Detroit, right? Like, with a strict mm-hmm. Catholic family, like, who lost her mother, like, and, like, she was just so ambitious to, like, make something of herself and do something and go to New York. Immediately, like, just, like, make it happen. Like, she did anything to, like, get into the art scene, right? Like, she... Remember, she, like, posed, like, for new like in 1979. Like, mm-hmm. she, like landed in the hands of, like, dating Basquiat. Like, she, like, immediately knew Andy Warhol, you know? Like, it was just so crazy to me. I'm like, how did she, like, that's what fascinates me. And I'm like, what, like, what is it? Like, that's kind of, like, the question that I've been... She was in Martha Graham's studio. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And and, and that Madame X... Did you
3: see her tell that yes, story? Yes, that's yes. So,
4: it's so amazing, so good. Which okay, like I, I kind of like it's so funny. Like even today, like every day, I have like a aha moment with Madonna. To this day, do you think about Madonna like, every day? Huh? Do you think about I don't Madonna every day? not consciously. Like I don't think so. But there's something that's
3: that moves mm, through you? every time, uh-huh. every year, uh-huh. and
4: especially when she's like putting something uh-huh. out. Like yeah. you know, like I always go through Madonna phases, even if she's not. Like when she's like not doing anything. Like there's times where I'm just like I need to revisit this album or this and that. And it's I, kind of
3: fun because it, they can
4: change for you. Right, right. I did, I
3: did that with Erotica.
4: Yeah. I definitely always love Erotica and Bedtime Stories. Those are like my number one, like, go-to, like, Mine always. My Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but recently, I think the one that I've been, like, uh, drawing back to, yeah, you know Bedtime Stories. Like, Bedtime Stories has so been fun. on, like, I mean, it's always been. Yeah. I. I there's so much that I love about, uh, her albums and not just like in the sense of like just like how they sound and like in her vi- like in the videos and how they look like but i'm really like in like in hearing her part of the story and what i really love about bedtime stories is um how it was a rebuttal album right to like what happened to her like in like the backlash from erotica, from erotica yeah, right? So she like,
3: kinda, like softened right that was w- her slightly more she was like cleaning up her image Pulling and I used it with back a little
4: bit. Right. Mm-hmm. But but like very kichi, like kichi or cheeky, whatever you want to say. But like she's kind she, of doing a little spiritual stuff around there too, I feel like. Kind of like, and she's she definitely like Madonna's a person who's That'd like, be I song. feel. That, uh, yeah, the um uh Bedtime Story. Bedtime mm-hmm. Story. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah, like to me, like Bedtime Story was just like, okay, like I'm going to give you, first of all, like I'm going to go ahead and like and give you like what is here now and let you know that I can do it, right? Like 94, R&B was in the charts. Mm -hmm. So she gives you this R&B sound and she works with the best. She works with Babyface, you Mm -hmm. know? That's my, I think that might be my favorite. Uh Uh-huh, with Take a Bow. That's like my, Nick was like, what's your favorite
3: songs? Uh And it's like, you know, I don't have, you can't have a favorite Madonna song. I really don't think you can.
4: Yeah, I try to list them all the time and I like, I literally, it's always like,
2: do you keep what, a list? We keep a list. And I like, I'm a... always like, like moving it around. <laughs> like the albums. I'm yeah. like, no, actually, this is the best album. Yeah,
4: I think one time I've done a list of albums, but I haven't done like full songs. Oh, it's But fun, like, but that the, like thought out, you know? It's hard. But take about... Uh, take About is like top five. Top five for me. Because that's also... Well, it's not my favorite song, but it's my favorite video.
1: Take about the night is over This mask. I load the curtains down
2: So I just I just had this completely independent thought while watching this which is not I didn't know it's a known take but it seemed to me I was like watching that video of Take a Bow I was like it's almost could be her audition for Evita. Yeah
4: and it really like legit was like like So that, she knew uh, it was happening, and so she, she was like, let me put this video she together? Had, she had known about the role of Evita, like, happening for, like, a few years, and, like, and she, she had done Dick Tracy. Right. And she, like, I, I think she just, like, I don't know from who she heard it, maybe through Warren, but, like, but she knew that it was in the process, and, like, she really wanted to take that, because she, like, saw herself reflected, like, in Eva, like, or, like, so she really wanted to, like, become her, you know, like, and she really just wanted the role. But, um... I remember like they she was going back and forth with the auditioning and like they she was getting pretty close but like it wasn't like the deal wasn't sealed yet and like it was such a long process to like make it happen that she was just like you know what fuck it like I'm gonna show you that I can play this part and like so it was just like a perfect thing this album was already out it came out in 94 Vito was like out by 96 I'm sure they started filming it not that long after and she was like I'm gonna show it to you and that song to me sounds perfect with the imagery Mm -hmm. like and like and I don't know that's your favorite video it's my favorite video that's really hard for me to say that is your favorite video yeah absolutely just the imagery in it like I love the story of Take About I love that she has a lyric that says all the world is a stage and everyone mm-hmm. has her part. And I feel like for someone who's like such a chameleon and like has literally like, she can play any role she wants to, and she has, you know?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, which is like such an irony for like everybody to be like, oh, like Madonna, she's not like the greatest actress, but like, I'm like, but bitch, look at all what? the characters she, she's like played. In, you know? in what like,
2: medium is she not the great You know, she's an incredible right. actress. She's made so, so many endowment right, characters, right. especially when she is directing herself art directing herself sculpting the whole thing right right like, m- maybe she hasn't been like the best in every movie that she didn't have control over right you know she
4: i think she has such a great way to me like to like sell a character and believe it and like it, mm. but it's not necessarily with with words i guess like it's like it's in her movement and it's in her like sounds it's in this vibe it's in this energy Conviction. right right like you know and and she dresses the part mm-hmm. and she exudes that energy and you believe it so like with the when you hear what she's saying too which is her lyrics to me are like very like simple and to the point but they're very storytelling you know and and you can I I, I guess I really really liked her music growing up because I I could I could see it you know mm. I, if I was if I was escaping to music growing up and like and if music was my solace, like I was a kid with earphones on all the time and like just being curious and like listening to all really? these like different albums and like and reading the notes and like George Michael, Prince, like Michael Jackson, like and especially like people that I thought were like really looked up in and like were like these big like pop idols and like I always wonder like what is it what is it about them that like made them great or what is it about them that like people just like connected to them like why do people cry when they see the beatles why do people cry when like they see like michael jackson you know like like what is it about these people and i feel like madonna has always been that person to me right like um, i mean i
3: mean like when you watch her concert she's always like shooting in like brazil or something you know some right some other just some other like uh-huh. far away right, right. country and then you and, and and you think oh my gosh it's Worldwide. Yeah. And look, like that's a stadium. It's awesome. That's a gigantic stadium. Mm-hmm. of people and yeah. they do like tons of um, audience right. uh, shots and they're just freaking out. Yeah. Like they're watching God or something. <laughs>
4: Seriously. Oh, go ahead. How
2: many times have you seen her live?
4: Uh, since the Confessions tour and throughout, so Confessions. Oh, I uh, that's the one
2: I would have loved to see. Confessions.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have, I have a story to tell with that one. What is that? Uh, so I mean, I've always wanted to see her live, right? And my uncle was the one always going and like he went to the Blonde Ambition. I remember him telling and like, and I would watch videos of it, and I was just like, or or watching. Oh, Truth or Dare. Okay. So okay, going back, going back, going back. <laughs> Madonna has always been something, something so fun for me because like it's. It, it was something that I grew up with. My mom had the Immaculate Collection growing up, and I found the rest of her discography through my uncle. She, he also had, like, all these, like, magazines. So, like, so the imagery in her was, like, embedded in me. And then I remember so distinctly, like, going to Mexico uh, to go visit my uh, my dad's side, and like and like there would be like little internet cafes just barely popping up so i would sneak off and like literally get my 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 coins and like get my pepinos and like go to the internet cafe and my ass would do nothing but i shit you know just search madonna like (laughs) i was reading up on her like and like and i was just so curious because like i love the songs and i i wanted to read more about it i wanted to see the show like i want to see more pictures I would make collages and, like, print them out. And I'd be like, how much is it? Charge it. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I need these pictures. And I would just, like, have it all the time. Like, she was just such a big muse to me. And then Truth but, or Dare. And Truth or Dare came around because, like, well, I just always discovered her, you know? So, like, I was in my library in Chinatown. Because I live not too far. I'm in Echo Park and bordering Chinatown. So I went to elementary school there. And there was a the Chinatown uh, branch library had all these DVDs. And they would have... Like what it feels like for a girl, like on DVD, like the the, the video. But they also had like truth or dare. So I was just like, brrr. like I had read. How, I remember like reading about it and how like how it was like. How old were you when you when you first saw it? Um, I was probably like in maybe fourth or fifth grade. Wow.
5: Yeah. And I
4: just it's, right. It's
3: real. Yeah. It's real. It's the first time I ever saw. I was like,
5: boys. Uh huh.
3: Uh huh. Kissing.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Oh I my god!
4: I, it was on DVD, and I remember like I woke up really early, like on a Saturday when like everyone was asleep, and I was just like, "I'm watching it. Like I'm going and like I had checked it out. I'm like, I'm just gonna go watch it, you know?" And yeah, I thought it was just <laughs> but like it a felt like taboo a little bit, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you realize was it wasn't, and then the taboo
3: sets in. You're like, "That's a dick." Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The, There's a little penis. Or the bottle
4: scene, like the blowjobs obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but I really just love seeing like the process of it I remember reading how iconic the Blonde Ambition Tour was and I remember like seeing the videos and I remember like really like, see, like seeing it and like and, and seeing and reading what I was reading I'm like I can totally see how this like was an impact and like and how this made an impact I can see how like it's telling her story and she did it such a beautiful job of doing it mm-hmm. it's and like gorgeous. it changed the game too you know like it was if people are talking about it I want to know why people are talking about it and like in watching it like I I Connected with it, but seeing the documentary, I'm like that explains it. Like I just love seeing that process of it. Whether or not people want to say like, oh, you see Madonna behind the scenes, but like Madonna's just like still acting in front of the camera. Like that's the thing that it said, right? Even Warren Beatty, like, uh, kind of like makes sense. That of her. line. On, he has that Like, line. why would you say anything if it's off camera with her? Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's not on camera, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, and people, I feel like take that and interpret that as in, like she like hides behind something or she's not showing her true self. Mm-hmm. But I think she does. I think she's very vulnerable and like in in showing herself in her work. But she has no... But she's really smart in like twisting it to give you a great story and give you like a fantasy element to it, which I think really like sells the like magic of her and like, you know... And she said it before, like, in interviews, she's all like, like, when Like a Prayer came out and, like, death till, till Death Do It's Part with, um, that whole song with, like, Sean Penn and, like, her mm-hmm. abuse and everything, like, there's some real things about that song, like, in real lyrics, but there's also something that are just kind of, like, a little twisted and just made up, just to, like, tell the story and sell it. But it's her story, you know? Yeah, like... It's, like a,
2: it's like any piece of fiction that right. the author uses a bit of themselves. Like a Prayer is right. my, favorite mm-hmm. yeah. like... my favorite video. Yeah. Definitely my favorite video. Yeah. It's really? Like a Prayer, yeah. Yeah, let talk I, about that I feel like i, grew I, I up feel like, going, like talking about it. You... I grew up going to Catholic school and it, I just remember like the first like my cousin showed me that video and I because I didn't have MTV growing up like so I didn't have that stuff uh-huh. or access to it and Madonna was kind of verboten in our household like we had my sister had the Immaculate Collection and I got the Dick Tracy soundtrack because I uh-huh. it was like one of my favorite movies and that was okay yeah. for some reason with my like conservative parents <laughs>
4: yeah they're like, yeah, Madonna, she's the sex goddess, yeah. Right, like, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I know that was
3: your favorite Mad- Maddie video.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely my favorite. But it was just, like, it was so, it was just really powerful for me to see something so sacrilegious Uh-huh. and right. so, like, and literally then, like, turning the cross upside down. Right, and burning, her, and burning Yes, yeah. and it was, uh, she was so powerful and so unafraid.
3: Jason, what was your favorite video? Um. <laughs>
4: I <was> just,
1: uh, <laughs> what is it?
4: Come, do you have a favorite era or favorite? You said uh, you said Erotica was one of your favorite albums, right? Or Oh Erotica Bedtime Stories.
3: Uh-huh. are Or my favorite albums. Right. I love that 90s. I love the Erotica like 90s H to T on mm. that on that on that right. album. Like it's just so hard. It's like so time stamped and uh-huh. it's so hot. Um, and that album also like it just gets like kind of. Tossed under the bus a lot For some reason I Yeah Oh yeah And it's actually It's so uh, good I think it's her
4: Her best like, Yeah it's It really her best Yeah So good What's your favorite video though Sorry
3: I'm trying to think Well it's hard Because it goes with the songs I love rain uh-huh. Oh love rain Love rain it's I so love that
4: Dark That like little blue Like pussycat wig Yes uh, like, hurt uh-huh. little But it's like
3: The wig is so good And it slits Right And the, that blue she's So style
4: She, I remember
2: like, was one of my, oh, I was, yeah. my I got deep into my feelings. And something
4: oh, yeah. That. Like, you're like, this bitch has, like, heart-hitting, like, balance. It's also that
2: cover of just, it was right? everything I felt like in puberty. Like, Diana oh, I just can't all. deal with it. And she I'm looks like a white camisole. You actually
3: never really to <laughs> see her look like that. She never really had that hair color much. <laughs> no. Nope. That kind of, I mean, th- that blonde. to me, I
4: I call that photo shoot the the Princess Diana photo shoot. Right. You know, mm. like, because if you really look through it, like, I, I forgot who shot it. I want to say. Oh god, I'll probably get it wrong. I want to. See, I don't think it's La Patel at all. No, but but I, I forgot who shot it. But it was beautiful, and like and like she really is like. I think she like really, really tried to like embody like Marstiana. Like she always like. She's done Marlena Dietrich. She's done Martha Graham. Like she really like knows how to like put the image together, and like. But she's not like. She's becoming them because she's also like exuding their energy and like and I feel like I believe that she was inspired by these women and like and is bringing it out again you know like well like
2: she also did with one of my favorite divas of all time with Marilyn Monroe right right that they were, and I remember when I first saw that's one of my earliest memories of Madonna is yeah. seeing that and the I material was, girl you mean the like, material girl video uh-huh. and that I was such a Marilyn Monroe freak as a young kid, and right. I was like, "Oh, she's stealing Marilyn Monroe's thing." But uh-huh. then I was also obsessed with it, so I was like angry with her and in <laughs> love with her at the same time when I first met the stamp her. Which I, which I think is how a lot of America experienced her. They were like, "Ah, oh, this makes me uncomfortable right, or scared, Right, but I can't look away from
4: it." Right? Or almost, "How dare you like do this to this American like classic beauty?" Yeah. Or, like, or how dare you? And like, and Material Girl in itself is like so fun, and like, and everybody interprets that as like, "Oh, yeah." like well she's like rising to fame like she had like a virgin come out and like and now she's like this big star and look at her talking about material things and like and she had fun with it and she's showing it off but like that's not the meaning of the song though like it's just kind of like and, like, and it's fun to see because, like, when you see her do it in the Virgin tour, it's I think it's her closing number or maybe before the encores. But she does it in, like, her, like, cute, like, lacy get-up thing. And, and, like, and she's doing the show and she's, like, doing the very kitschy, like, she's, like, being very badly it with it kind of, you know, like, kind of, like, mocking it. Like, yeah, I am, like, totally materialistic and, like... at the end she's just like this is not me and she's like taking off all the pearls and like and this and that and at the end like her dad like there's like a voice going like Madonna get back here and she's like come on dad and like and like to me it's just like it seems like fun like like somebody bringing her back to like reality. Like she just kind of mm. like lived her fantasy on stage. This is her first big tour ever, headlining, you know, like, and she's like living her fantasy. And at the end, there's just like she's like, yeah, like this is maybe what I'm presenting myself, but I'm really not this person. And like, and someone reels her back into reality. You know? I love how like, she
3: takes her her songs and and keeps kind of twisting them, right, right, like like a virgin when mm-hmm. she did at uh, uh, um, Blonde Ambition. Uh huh. Remember oh. that? Like, and and then if that everyone's it was such a stink so when they showed good. the documentary that the other shoe they are gonna like she was like in Rome, right? They're going to cancel right. it for that. Mm-hmm. She, she, has, has, she
4: stimulates masturbation yeah. for it, right? Which like, is like, which sounds like
3: nothing now, but like in 1990, right? That's radical. Like women weren't allowed to touch themselves. Yeah, like well, they that was they, never. They, it was about. very
4: obscene and very taboo. Obviously, just for any like sexuality was just already like 1990. Sexuality and sex was just so taboo, especially like after the AIDS crisis happened.
2: Yeah, like, sex
4: kills. Everyone was so scared. I mean, it's like yeah, yeah you sex know? will kill you. Right. It's amazing
2: she stayed. Sex positive through all of it.
4: Yeah. And at the peak of her career, because, like, mm-hmm. if you're looking at it, like, she had uh, Madonna come out, she bit, like, the big club scene, and then, like, she became a superstar with, like, a virgin, you know? And then, like, True Blue, like, she pushed the boundaries a little bit and, like, in speaking some type of things, like, like, Papa Don't Preach and, like, Mm -hmm. but you almost get, like, a glimpse of her just with, like, kind of having these, like, like, True Blue moments or open your heart and, like, but I feel like there's, like, been a mystery to Madonna at that point where, like, she was, like, all these characters, right? Like, in, in True Blue alone, like, I feel like she has, like, all these, like, little fun different personas that she Mm. like lives off and it wasn't until like a prayer where you really got like the window inside of Madonna Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. like with what's happening with her like she talks about like her family like she has a song about like her mother and, like, in, like, her father. Oh, and oh, literally called O-Father. Oh oh father, right, like, and, and she has, like, uh, about marriage with, like, with Sean Penn and, like, in the trouble she was going through it. Like, like, this superstar who, like, is, like, at her peak, you know, like, is really kind of, like, being vulnerable, like, and then the Blonde Ambition tour comes on. So, like, to me, it makes no, like, it's no surprise that, like, that tour was, like, the one where she was, like, I have to do something, like, big. Like, she was, like, telling her story, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and... And she had such a great discography to be able to, like, do it. Like, because she's only been writing what she knows. She's always had a hand in her music, in her artistry. Mm-hmm. And, and it really pays off, you know? Like, and it shows. And I feel like that's what I get from her, like, all the time. I'm like, I love that she can, like, see it. And she really puts it together. And she's so dedicated in doing it, you know? Like, and I'm like, okay. Like, it, it makes me believe that, like, you can do it, too. You know?
2: I, I had, if you work... Uh, not, I mean, she's the hardest. Well, she's the hardest. I, this is such a cliche, but she is the hardest working person in show business, right? Or at least for 20 years, she was, right? You know?
4: No, to this day, I mean, like, if you look at the behind the scenes, like, tour documentaries that she releases, like, with her tours, mm-hmm. even in like Rebel Heart or MDNA, did you see Rebel Heart? Uh, yeah, You're which doing? was life changing. I needed that. I she needed that. She sings true blue in that too. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I was like, End up in your heart, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she slowed it down, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. I really needed that moment. She tells such a beautiful story. I think it's when she comes up with, like, a body shop and then goes into True Blue and, like, does Open Your Heart and, like, Deeper and Deeper and, and like, and Heartbreak City. Like, she really tells this, like, love story just, like, quickly. Mm. And I love that she's able to do that with her own music. And she can flip it and, like, and give you this, like, stage show. She's such a theatrical bitch, you know, like, (laughs) and, like, and I love seeing it. Like, I love seeing her shows and, like. And it was just something that like I definitely like needed. I was like, oh my god, how did I almost let this like slip by?
2: Can you remember the one song where you were like that? That she gave you like everything that you needed for where you were in your life at that moment from for, that With tour? that tour. Yeah, um, So that tour.
3: Did they, she release an album with that? Sure, she's releasing albums that with all for all. Yeah, of yours, like she
4: or? she did Rebel Heart with that one. Obviously, well obviously kind of, Rebel Heart tour, uh, but, like, it, it's, like, because, like, it was, like, during, like, when she, like, the album was coming out and then, like, the tour was already announced, you know, mm-hmm. so you don't really get to, like, experience the album or get it, but at this rate and with Madonna, I feel like it doesn't matter because she's going to, like, she has a vast discography and she's going to, like, pick all these songs that, like, will tell the story that she wants to tell, and I think Rebel Heart, what she was trying to, like, get out with that album is just, like, be you and like and like if you feel like you go against the grain like just do it anyway you know mm. like like Rebel Heart in herself tells you like she's like I, I always took the, the road less traveled by you mm-hmm. know like but look at where I've gone like and look at where I like look at where I am you know like look at what I'll I've been able to like to do and like you can kind of like do it the same
3: and do you remember a song on there that um, just, or that a moment that just
4: definitely that whole segment like that just they're, like that whole I segment. love
3: her doing True Blue yeah True Blue was super cute she plays cute. the guitar and she's just sitting with all of her, her they, everyone gets to relax a little bit too which is mm-hmm. nice because they're working so hard. Uh.
4: show like age is not going to like stop her like she knows what she's doing and she can still fucking dance like I'll tell you that like mm-hmm. Rebel Heart was the most I've seen her dance I think like in any tour that I've like seen her uh, well maybe like yeah since Confessions I guess which was the first time I ever saw her live.
2: so uh, that first time you saw her in Confessions what was that like
4: Uh like I, de- I mean, I definitely cried. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you guys saw the confession store? Did you see, like, the mm-hmm. DVD, or at least, or, like, or like. I've seen uh... some
2: clips from it, but I <gasps> haven't seen the whole thing. Oh, I should have fucking
4: brought my DVD. It's like, or can, can I come back one time and, like, yes, us, like have fun and, like, of course. Bring a, a DVD up?
2: player, though.
3: Yeah. Right?
5: <laughs> <laughs> bring, Maybe bring a TV. Maybe oh, a Bring yeah. a TV. Too. <laughs> okay. I'm but down. yeah, baby, we'll a we'll party. <laughs> yeah, just I'll bring my to, laptop. Just has got
4: a CD-ROM, too. So, uh, oh, okay. She's got her old, outdated laptop. That yeah. still works, so it's, it's so good. So okay, let me tell you about this show. Yes. Uh so Confessions on a Dance Floor, right? Like you guys are the it yeah. Hung
3: they're, Up is like the gay anthem. Right. Like I've right. never slept in a club and not like and like people still freak the fuck out when hung up comes on. Like it's crazy. They the yeah, just freak the fuck
4: out when any Madonna on. No, 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 hung not, no, Hung Up. I mean, I I feel like I feel I wish I could say that. That's true. But it's but just like, hung up. At least like the newer generation or like the Yeah, Hung Up for sure is like the one that like everyone. everyone. Even the naysayers will be a, like, Okay. It's yeah. Crazy. <laughs> or the kids would be like, yeah. like yeah. I think
3: it's a bop, but I, it's not, and, it, and it's obviously like she goes disco and she goes like full force, right? And it is crazy.
4: Good, and, and, it, and, it's, and it's really, like, okay, Madonna the collaborator is, like, Madonna the genius. Like, that's what right. I really love about mm-hmm. her. So she worked with Stuart Price with this album, who is, like, Jacques Lucan, I think that's how you pronounce it, like, he did, like, a lot of, like, remixes, and, like, he had his own, like, stuff, like, in the UK, so, like, she really, like, resonated with it, and, like, mm-hmm. they really, like, kind of, like, combined, because he really had, like, this, like, special way of, like, bringing back this, like, fun, synthy, like, almost, like... Reinvention, like of like her 80s like Madonna disco sound right like and I feel like she want, She said that she wanted to make an album to like dance again too. this was after American Life this was after her political moment right and actually during that like moment between American Life and like the tour and then uh, Confessions she was actually working on uh, writing a musical yeah, Ooh, that yeah. Been so cool. she was like gonna like do like this whole like stage production kind of like in the same terms of like and themes of just like Kind of like what Madonna always te- talks about. Like, she uh, she's always talk- someone, she's a muse. Like, she's always talking mm-hmm. about, like, what brings her inspiration and how you can kind of, like, just transcend it on your own, right? So I think that's what was the gist of that musical. I forget what the name was and, like, but she turned that into Confessions on a Dance Floor. She was, like, she didn't really throw everything out the window. She was just, like, throwing out the vibe. She was, like, No. I need to dance, I need to go back to the dance floor, I need to, like, just have, let loose, let free, kind of like what she says in the boat. Come
1: on, girls, you believe in love? Because I got something to say about it, and it goes something like this. Like this.
3: director and all of the hats that she wears Uh but then she also wears so strongly the business hat right right like Mm -hmm. you know like that those are so that is you know most people most artistic people are like i just want to create i just want to create i have a manager i have an agent i have an accountant madonna is also on top of all of that oh yeah
4: and that to me like she definitely wears a hat for that
3: Mm -hmm.
4: i like to see it as a like that's like her like second hat or maybe, like, the fascinator under the hat. <laughs> like, you know? Like, because, like, to me, she's, like, the artist and the visionary first, right? Right. Because, like, if she sees something or she wants to say something, you know, I'll have a break loose if you try to stop her. You uh-huh. know, like... And and if it doesn't happen, she's not going to let it go away or she's not going to succumb. She's not going to, like, you know, like, oh, you're not going to play my video on MTV? Okay, great. I'll just put it on cassette and I'll sell it out. And then, like, and and. And I'm banked off of it, mm-hmm. off of your ignorance, really. Like, and now you're angry that I'm like, or now that you're coming at me, that I'm like, m- that I made this like business move that like y'all didn't think of or something, or maybe like you just realized that it was like literally like um, because of just like this taboo. You didn't want to hear me talk about sexuality or sex. You're so scared of it. I mean, she that you want to shut it off.
3: She literally does uh, a, a song. Absolutely addressing that, and that was like one of my like formative gay.
4: Besides- erotica, you mean, or what like, or what, like, what's something you think? Oh. Oh,
3: oh, you know, so like, so she did, she'd me she did the book sex, right? And she did You me. have
4: it, yeah. I've actually never held it. Oh my gosh, here you go. Whoa, oh, that's we're awesome. i are holding sex right now. want <laughs> <laughs> to hold it.
3: Whoa, that's thinking, so cool. Yeah.
4: yeah, Um, also, really love how do you mind if I like just kind of say how it's like ha- having a chance? She got offered a book deal. like So this was after Immaculate Collection and like and Blonde Ambition Tour, right? Like, so very successful at the peak of her fucking career, literally. Everyone's talking about how like, life-changing this tour was. So this publisher came up to her and was all like, we'd like to offer you this book deal. It's okay. like they're, It's weird, but like, yeah. Um, so She's dangerous. Uh, I, I feel it, but like... You can, can I you look through fine. it? Yeah, absolutely. Please. I, please go through it. Um, so the, she got offered the book deal, and like she was all like, "Well, I've always wanted to do like something fun and work with Stephen Wiesel, who shot all these photographs." So she's all like, um, "Let me just incorporate it with what I'm working on now," and like she was obviously working on erotica and like having an album about sexuality right. and like and and it's really like very centered in like you know like in her love and devotion to the gays too, in a sense. Like she mm-hmm. even has like songs dedicated to like her friend like who she like lost of AIDS. Um, she—it's called like in this life. Mm, I love that song, and it's I love so that in the girly yeah. show when she performs. Right, this. So right. She... Um, so to to be offered like this, like big book deal, and like and just to be like, well, I am working on this album, and I have always wanted to work with this amazing photographer. Yeah, I think I can make something happen out of this, and then boom, goes on to make this book, which becomes like the biggest selling coffee table book of all time, and like. And then does, does erotica, or then
3: right. she's really doing. But and, and then the then the big backlash, and everyone's freaking out. And then she does Human Nature. Right. She literally does the song, and I I just listened to it today, and it just is so astonishing. I just and I just was like so drawn to the line today that you know um, I'm not your bitch. Don't to hang, hang your shit on me, mm-hmm. which is like you know she's like I'm I'm myself. Like if you have you you are the one suffering. Right. Don't hang your bags on me. Don't put your, don't put your trauma on me. Right. I'm the one that's like releasing myself and freeing myself. Right. And then that video, oh my gosh, stop it. Like what a gay moment for me. It's
4: so good. Just
3: watching that, I remember being like, okay, like Madonna is letting me know. Again, right. that I exist. Right, that the world, there's another world for me waiting for me. Yeah, like I also realized I can have a boner, <laughs> you know, <'Cause> I <laughs> you re- I, because I, I was in because I was in real time watching that on TV.
4: Well, she's like whipping people and holding a little poodle. Right, that that's yes. my favorite. That's what I love about it. Like I love that song because like it is like telling you like she goes, "Oops, I didn't know I couldn't talk about sex." Like literally talking about. The situation, Human Nature was the retaliation song to the media, right? Saying, like, mm-hmm. fuck you, like, but being fun with it, like, it's a great groovy sound, like, it's a really, like, fun, like, I, it's like a dentists drill, kind of, like, eerie, like, synth. And I love that the video is kind of like people kind of say like, oh my gosh, she's doing like BDSM and like bondage and this and that. Uh, but it it looks more like a parody of it. And I don't think she like means to like parody like the culture of it all, mm. but it's almost saying like I'm gonna actually like just parade and like be foolish and you guys are still gonna just like overthink this and be triggered that I'm like being this like sex dominatrix right like I'm just gonna play with it right like Mm -hmm. and she's being kitschy with it like and and I love that she's saying like I didn't know that I can talk about sex and like but sorry about it like I'm not it's so funny though because she
2: her whole career is talking about sex and then people say oh you can't talk about sex and she's like oh really well then I'll talk about BDSM. (laughs) <laughs> you know, She's she like, I'll just go
4: deeper. She's like, oh, like you can't handle this. Like, let me just turn it up. Just or like, let it. me,
2: or like, let me have a cheeky reference to sodomy in Dick Tracy, which is like this family film, uh-huh. you know, right? Right? Which she does like the Dick, 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 Dick,
0: so Dick. That's an interesting name. Dick, Dick, name. Dick, yeah. dick, 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 oh, dick, 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 Dick,
2: it's one of my ba- I remember like, when I like got that I was like ah, oh.
4: <laughs> I love that and how iconic to be working with like well not necessarily Warren Beatty but like uh, Stephen Sondheim Like Stephen Sondheim yeah I that she like literally merged worlds with Stephen Sondheim
2: and Beatty. the duet with Mandy Patinkin is one of my favorite uh, yeah. songs of all time with her from what Dick Tracy What Can You Lose yeah yeah that's one I love that song
1: what can you Why keep concealing everything you're feeling? Say it to her, what can you lose? Maybe it's yours, she's had clues Which she chose to ignore Maybe though she knows And just wants to go on as before as a friend, nothing more. So she closes the door.
5: Well, if she
1: does, those are the dues. Once the words are spoken, something may be broken. Still, you love her. What can you do? She had to choose Leave it alone
2: I think, of course, she's amazing in A League of Their Own. Oh, I love A League of Their Own. It it
5: I nice love A League
2: of We're going to do, we promise to do Ro an entire episode. That's on... how Rowan and Mo got started. Yeah. Really? We're going to do a whole no, episode. And Mo. On... That's
3: that's yeah. what Madonna and Rosie call
4: each other.
5: Oh, <laughs> oh that's right. Best oh bro, my gosh, hey, bro. Hey,
4: Did they say this on the Rosie show and the talk show? They probably um, yes. There's yes. also
3: have you, seen, have you seen, have you seen, I just show you this, Rosie is like, they're out. I don't know what they're interviewing. and Rosie talks about how um, Ben Midler walks by, and uh, Madonna goes, "Madonna," or Madonna goes, "Ben Midler, Ben Midler, Rosie loves you," and Rosie <laughs> jumps under the table.
4: <laughs> and like, is kicking Madonna. <laughs> I love Rosie O'Donnell. She's had such a fun life too. I, I, love oh, I Rosie sometimes O'Donnell. will
3: look to see if they're still friends. And as as the last time I searched. They are still. Oh, I can tell. And Google you know. told you that. Google told me. We <laughs> People ask. Awesome. Yeah. People ask. Awesome.
4: She's still friends with like Debbie. Like Debbie. Oh, Debbie, Debbie comments like, on every Instagram. Right? Oh right, Yeah. They're I'm still not kidding. Super close. Like, <laughs> like she's on crazy. the fucking Papa Don't Preach video. She's on the True Blue yeah. video. Yeah. Like.
2: I, Rosie O'Donnell is the number one person we want to have come on the show because she's like, talk we watch her show so much. Her talk about Barbara. Talk about Barbara Bette, talk yeah. about. She loves them all. She's yeah, such absolutely. a diva super oh, fan yeah. she's she would great. be really fun to have on queer the show. Queer icon
4: that recognizes queer icons. Yeah. And that's like, what this
2: entire podcast is about. Queer icons recognizing <laughs> each other.
4: <laughs> this
3: book, I, I just, so I just looked through sex. It is really gay. It, and it's, it's fantastic. It's like a lot right? of lady-on-lady like, lady like, content. Right. And, way more than i would have imagined mm-hmm. she really did like uh uh, uh go there it's it's uh, it's like yeah. she elevated it for me cuz i had never really seen it or held it and
2: when you after so after the immaculate collection you went you started going through the records all this stuff do you remember the first release after you fell in love with her do you remember the first mm-hmm. release that came out that uh-huh. you like rushed to the store or rushed to the movies for yeah
4: it was ray of light cuz it was during that time so like uh, ray of light was came out in 98 so i was like, 7 and like so I, I know right so, but my uncle had it and like and so I was diving into that when I was like what's she that doing now that such a
3: fun one to go back to that is your true like to me like masterpiece yeah I, I love that right, right. masterpiece and
4: it's the first time that she got like um, recognition from the Grammys for it they, like, they, that was
3: her critical acclaim finally there. Like, they like
2: they like gave her like
4: right. you know uh, Just and she's already been like in the game like what 13-15 years mm-hmm. she like, was like the
2: highest selling like you know I most iconic performer right. on earth well, right
3: that's also has, I think on my top that have, I have a, that one of the a song but is in my top 5 from that album
4: uh from Ray of mm-hmm. i hold oh, on, can i guess Drown. yeah go ahead john world yeah
1: Just for wanted it so badly Running, rushing back for more I suffered food. Substitute for love. Should I wait for you? My substitute for love. My substitute for.
3: Is that, that was that is that your favorite one from that? Because it's, and the video is so the video is like, so
4: fucking cool. It's
3: the most personal mm-hmm. that she really gets with like what's going on in her life, right. and then the eeriness of the the eyes at the yes. very end. No, the, like yeah, absolutely. that was the album that you were like you you got to go and get
4: the my first trip to Tower Records. Rest in peace. Oh, really? um, yeah, it was uh, both Baby One More Time. And ray of light. Whoa! Oh, yeah. Wow! So I think really, what an actually, visit. did you freak
3: when they when then she came after that and did a duet with? Barbara? Oh yeah, absolutely! You're like, Oh yeah. no!
4: Because it's so funny because like Brittany like obviously was was like one that was like kind of like coming in like real time with me and like and I really just like liked. Her vibe too, and like so, there was something about Britney too, like And, it, uh, and like, then they
3: come together. Is that 2000 and 2003 two thousand three three
4: yeah. for Us Against the Music for yeah for Me Against the Music Music Against yeah. Me Against the music. Yeah. So she had uh, she had already the the song recorded and everything, and it was when they did the infamous uh, two thousand three VMAs with the uh, yes. right with the makeout with the makeout Britney and Christina. Was, I, I, let's. I'm flashing back to that night right now. Literally, I'm having an out of out of body experience. I I think it's safe to say that Madonna's a pretty like good queen of like the VMA at least performance wise oh, too oh she she's guys, a total like, queen I don't yeah know like I mean with Vogue being so iconic and like she's also done like Express I Yourself have
2: talked about Vogue oh,
4: right. there's literally so much
2: to talk about <laughs> I think it's like the, the gayest uh, thing about Madonna is Vogue yeah um, the gayest thing about Madonna is Madonna I,
4: I think I think why Vogue is so this is something that I kind of like started like kind of spiraling into like recently um Why I think it works so well is because it's Madonna's, like, I I sound like a broken record. It's Madonna's message through and through, right? Like, Mm -hmm. find your inspiration, find your light, and just go for it. Mm. And if you listen to the lyrics of Vogue, that is what it's saying.
2: About like, and here are some guideposts where you can look for inspiration, like I did. Like I remember being young and hearing that song. Like, and you like, loved old movies. Too. I loved old movies, so I knew who Dietrich was. Right, you right. know, and like, it was just like this. She was, but she was like shouting out these things. You were like, oh, I have to learn about that. Or right, that, yeah, right. Right. yeah, Marlon Brando, and like, right. she like took inspiration from so many artists, and she's such yeah, a. Yeah, she was inspired by. It. Yeah, inspired by and like like you said before, like she she will steal a thing and then turn it into her own, like right. all artists do. Right, We're right. All but so
4: she's like, but great artists steal basically, yeah. Because nothing really is new under the sun, right? You can't really reinvent the wheel, yeah. Like, but but you can have your own interpretation of it, mm-hmm. and that's what Madonna does, and that's what she's been doing throughout her whole career. What I like about it too, because like a lot of people, uh, I feel like they go like, oh well, like Madonna's just like appropriating the culture, whatnot, like she's. To me, it's just like she's always been a part of the dance scene. She's always been a part of the New York club scene, you know, like, she was definitely a part of, like, that era. Mm -hmm. So, like, and she's going back to it, right? Like, and she's also, like, seeing the light in these people and giving them a platform to, like, become the stars that she was able to be. Mm -hmm. Like, a few, like what, like 10 or so plus years ago, you know? That's the way that I saw it. And that's the way that I remember like reading into it when I was like doing my research in Mexico. I remember thinking like how cool that like she like knew of this scene and like me... Brought it to the public. M- right. Kind of me, I I knew I was gay since like a little ass kid, right? Like mm-hmm. I, if I can think back about it, like I'm like, I knew I was probably gay like a kindergarten, but like, but like maybe didn't really like hone in until like sixth grade. Right, like where like I knew the term and like and I got it and I was like aware and like comfortable with it and I felt like it was like literally I I feel like Madonna had like a little guiding in that because like I saw just the, the things and like the things that she would talk about like and just like the light and like the inspiration so I'm like you know what like it'll be fine it'll be okay like or if she could do it like I can kind of like play this role too right and with Madonna like saying all the stuff about finding your inspiration and like letting loose on the dance floor to Vogue. Vogue is, voguing is that, right? Like Mm -hmm. in Paris is Burning, they're saying like, well, we created voguing. uh, Voguing is the ultimate form of shade, right? If you're reading somebody, you're kind of like nitpicking at them, right? You're trying to like, it's a defensive mechanism, right? Like kind of like, you can't, you can't defeat me. I'm going to come for you too, right? Shade is a little bit more of an expert level where you can kind of like hint at it, but you're saying it and if it goes over their head, job well done right Right. like and voguing they said was like the highest form of shade because you're taking now body language and you're taking movement you're taking your aggression your anger or something you're battling Mm. on the dance floor Mm -hmm. and you're doing it and you're not touching each other but like and whoever could just give you the best show that's the winner that's what we're calling we're not fighting we're not using our words we're not like being violent we're just gonna dance it out and whoever had the best show like you did it right Mm -hmm. like so like like there's something very empowering and inspiration that I find in that, and I think that's what's beautiful about Vogue where like the message is in that song and it goes with it and she's and she's incorporating it she doesn't necessarily like bring in she's not doing like she's not doing femme vogue and she's not doing like old way like she's but she's bringing elements into it and she's bringing it in like in in forms of dance that she knew and she was like taught with like mm-hmm. ta- you know what I mean like so, okay. So we have a,
3: just a little bit more time, so I'm going to get exactly. specific with you. Okay. Favorite album. Uh, erotica. Erotica favorite song.
4: Um mm, that one always is going back and forth, but uh, Open Your Heart.
3: Open Your Heart is. Open your heart. Okay, but yeah. oh, give me another what's another one that's so, a, that's it's meaningful it's to my, you. My top 5 okay, or like yes.
4: that are still always like going back and forth. Open Your Heart, Express Yourself, Borderline. Uh, yeah, Borderline is like... A, a okay, Borderline, what, what else? What's um, on that top five? Inside of Me. What's that? Okay, so it's track five of Bad Time Stories. You know, so let's but, do the fifth song. Uh, it would be another one. What's one like right now that you're going to? I really do love her new one, Medellin. Um, you me- love me- it? medellin Medellin. I'm trying to pronounce it as probably as you do in Colombia. <laughs> medellin. Medellin. Medellin.
2: Are you just do we so when a new song comes out like that do you just listen nonstop? Uh
4: this is the first time in a while where it's cha, like But oh, did you see it? One. I just did it. yeah, yeah. Cha, cha, cha. Jason is
2: available um, for Madonna impersonations across the country. But only like mail like us it, mail for, like, very specific vocal
4: tics. <laughs> yeah, because, like, uh, as a lead single especially, because her last lead single... I thought it was like, interesting. Actually, just kidding. Loving, living for Love was a great lead single and i felt like Rebel i needed heart. that one to for a heart yeah and the demo of it was super super cool too so like with me like i end up really liking it because i'm such a curious bitch and like and liking the the process mm-hmm. of things so it's really cool to kind of like see the demos and like if you love erotica if you've never heard the rain tapes or have you heard of the rain tapes Mm-mm. so like um this was something that was like i think it was like registered in like the library of congress or something like that like during that those years but it was all the demos of of erotica
3: hmm why do they call it the rain tapes um uh, just i don't whatever i don't
4: know if it was because it was just like that was what was on the title Uh of it like it was like written on it but that's kind of like what the fans like dubbed it as like the rain tapes and it has like all her like demos of it of that album so like you get to see like the process of it you get to see the literally the birth of erotica and how like It kind of, like, started as this, like, slam poetry type of thing. And then go into, like, with the house beats. And, like, Patty Bone was, like, so cool. And, like, really bringing, like, this, like, house and trance element to it. And I really love that album because, like, it is, like, slam poetry. Mm. There's, like, this, like, beatnik to it. And then I would say the last one. Favorite movie, real quick? Uh, I really do love her in A League of the Realm. Yeah. I I
3: love... Perfect. She's so great in that. (laughs) So this
2: is always the question we ask at the end. Okay. But, um... Oh, wait, I'm going to let Jason do this one, because I did the last one.
3: Oh. <laughs> I want to fuck, fuck with you. Like do like
2: Madonna with that. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> Open the dam.
3: And what you want? i suffocating. Okay, so you're listening, you're, you're, uh, listening to your cassette, uh-huh. or your CD player, and you realize that it's magic, and it goes right into Madonna's uh, voicemail, and you're able to leave a voicemail. Oh, shit.
4: What would you say to her? You can take your time. If I were to leave a voicemail for Madonna? Mm-hmm. What would you say to her? Oh, that's such a nice question. Uh, and, that's, uh, and that's something that, like, I've... I've always wondered what it would be like if I met her, what right. I would say. I think I would cry, but I, I think I'd try to really hold it in, not do it in front of her face. Well, now you get, now you get to, so
2: um, say it. What do you want to say to uh, her? She listens I, to this podcast. It's her right, favorite.
4: Right, yeah, um, I would I would like to thank her. I would really like to, like, Madonna, like... I would like to thank you for guiding me through what we call life. Um, you have been with me since you, I was a kid, uh, with my family. Um, I have seen reflections in like, religion with you and, like, in, and even questioning it uh, myself, you know? Like, and I don't think it was like, something that like, I was mirroring off of you. Like, it was definitely something that I was like, coming in terms with myself. And I felt like you had the answer and I was just trying to like, be at your level. So thank you for being an inspiration and for continuing to be an inspiration. Um, I think what you're doing with Madame X is fabulous, by the way. I love that you're diving into your own career again. You're self-reflecting. I love that you are bringing your own personas, like bringing out your old personas, but they were always you. Um, I love that you are starting it with Martha Graham, where you saw... Where you saw the light. You saw the light in Martha Graham and you saw a vision with her and you were able to achieve it. And I like that I am able to see it with you and I hope to do the same because I see it, I've seen it happen with so many other artists when they talk about you and how like you were such a great inspiration. And I don't think that's something to take lightly. I think that, I think you've made a huge impact on this world and I think everyone deserves to know the roads that you've paved, you know? So thank you. Thank you for your hard work.
3: Thank you for (laughs) having this epic, amazing, epic. So, are you sure you're a fan? (laughs) Wait, no, wait, wait. Let's just. What qualifies
2: you? Um,
4: Yeah, I totally. I I love the album and the song. Hey, Mister DJ. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
2: so Madonna, last time I talked to Madonna on the phone, she told me she wanted everyone who listens to this podcast to download, rate, review, and subscribe you to surprised it. me with how you're <laughs> to <Just> slip <laughs> that in. Just like I'm such an actor. Um, so yeah, you guys, just hit the download button. Um, so leave us a review, rate it. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Spread the word. I would say spread the word. If you listen to the word. episode, yeah. you're doing yeah. something, Now just yeah. spread and, the word. Oh, yeah, and send us an email. Tell us about yeah. you and your diva and yeah. um how your diva influenced And tell us about your
3: Madonna you. experience too. Like yeah. there's so many. There's gotta so, be plenty for sure. So many. So Tweeted many. us yeah. your favorite Madonna point. video. Yeah,
4: definitely listen to this, guys. Like this is amazing. I love it. I feel like I was having an out-of-body experience right now, too. Good. I love okay. tapping into Good. this energy, and I think it's like I think it's, it's gonna so give you a high, so Thank you,
2: Thank you for opening your heart to us. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. Bye!